What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the podcast. This is episode 323, and I'm your host, Steve V, alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How the hell are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. As we record this Monday evening, ahead of its Tuesday release, joining us, of course, is Cody Maurice Doggett. Hello, Hello darling. darling. Yes, we better be in sync. Okay. <laughs> we gotta uh, beat you to it. Beat you to it. <laughs> My goodness. Happy Monday, like I said, when we Happy record Monday. this. So much to talk about on this episode. Let's just get right into it. Let's start with the good, because then there's the for every good ying, there's a yang. Let's start with and just like that. The Sex in the City reboot. Oh, my gosh. I did not, you guys, watch it immediately. I think it dropped on Thursday or okay. of last I week. Know. I can't remember. I watched it. it. <laughs> yeah, I watched it Friday or Saturday. And can I just say, from the moment it began, tears were rolling down my eyes. And over, like, silly things, too. It was just, yeah, I'm not going to give away. We just talked offline, and Jeremy hasn't um watched it yet but you will you have a somebody gave you a spoiler about something right yes which we yeah i mean i don't know if we could talk about it on the show i hope people have watched it already should no we i feel like we should wait i i feel okay. like hold on gonna... guys the, the spoilers are everywhere they are everywhere. oh i guess everyone will figure out who dies yeah <laughs> come on it happens in the first episode i feel like we can talk about it Oh, it does? I didn't know it was in the first episode. That's even worse. <laughs> well, and so, okay, we're just going to say it. Hopefully, st- press pause right now and pick up or go forward for the <laughs> for a second. I'll give you a beat. Perfect. Okay. If you watched it, don't be late. Uh, obviously, we learn early on that Big dies. and But, Jeremy, I have to tell you that it's a really great homage uh, they do a really good job of tying everything where they've been, the, the three women, where mm-hmm. the fourth one, Samantha, has been Ooh. addressed. Uh, we won't tell you how they address it, but really all the elephants in the room and also does a great job of introducing these new characters, mm-hmm. all of them of which I can't wait to learn more about because it wasn't. they're not superfluous. They're not... Mm-hmm. extra they are like as if it was today and and like all your friends we lose some friends as time goes by i felt mm-hmm. like i was watching kind of my life in a lot of ways because i am not shy of moving on from friendships that don't suit me anymore and carrie is a podcaster now i'm I like know. am i watching like my storyline <laughs> it, it was came so, for our gig for real <laughs> she came for our gig i know it was super fun to see that and getting that elephant in the room the the samantha and big sets the stage at least the big part on the season to come the next i guess eight episodes and i cannot wait but tears were full Cody, what were your thoughts? So the second episode is where the tears came and people will just have to watch it. But again, like you, I got really enraptured in the new 
characters that were coming up and I we have to talk offline about what we think about these new characters and where this is going Nicole Ari Parker was amazing Black Charlotte oh my god well that maybe pissed me off a little bit because like black characters should be there should be able to stand on their own yeah white character thank you for you know what thank you for saying that because I did cringe a, a hot second yeah and I don't know why I was cringing but it didn't I was like, ha, 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 I know I should probably be laughing, but why am I cringing inside? So you know what? You you settled that for me. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, but I I hope that that is the last joke that they make like it's back in the 90s. Because <laughs> that sounds Thank like a you. 90s joke. Oh, I also saw House of Gucci on Friday, which was amazing. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Lady Gaga. Uh, Jared, Leto, Jared Leto's in it, and I had no idea it was him, and he was uh, amazing, hello. too. Yeah. Wow. You can just see the makeup job that they did on him. Yeah, I didn't see any of that before, so I didn't even know that it was him. And then when I watched the credits, I'm like, where was Jared Leto? And then I, like googled and found out that he was the one in the prosthetics and also al pacino was actually really good in it as well definitely definitely significantly older but he was very good still well that was one of the things that some people are saying about and just like that some people are like oh they look old and it's it's well, they are older i think is the thing and this is we guess Note to self, we're going to be talking a little bit about body image a little bit later on the show, but guess what, guys? We age. And right. I mean, it's not the 90s anymore. It's no human one's... nature. Human <laughs> nature. And, but they, the ladies on and just like that, to me, they look great. What did you think, they look Cody? Fantastic. I thought they looked fantastic. The thing that kind of like is kind of weird to me is joe i watched it the first episode with joe he had never seen a single episode of of sex in the city drop your mic right now i know i was like oh my god i have to tell steve as soon as possible (laughs) so let me just get this straight your boyfriend joe who you met in the pandemic who i adore i will preface that has never been to a broadway show Mind you, lives is from New Jersey, so a hop, skip, and a jump, and he never saw Amish Sex in the City. <laughs> I know, and right? Never, that is like <laughs> sit him down this weekend or Christmas break and get him, take him to a Broadway show and binge. Oh, like Jeremy just said offline, if you just turn on E, it's on like nonstop. So I also really actually like the older episodes better than the newer ones. I right? do really love all of them for the fashion because it they just like Carrie's outfits are incredible all the time as well as like Charlotte's are pretty and prissy and um they're all just dressed so well but the storylines are in my opinion so much more in depth at the beginning yeah so it really helps to go back to like the older episodes and they are so New York if you've ever lived in a major city they really touch on so many aspects of like sex and life living in a big city yeah i I have to say the old ones that's what i really loved about and just like that is that the movies were fun at least the first one was super fun the second one had some missteps as we were talking offline although the fashion as you mentioned was amazing but Mm -hmm. i do think when you get used to a show that's episodic that's kind of 
that drama and leaves you on a cliffhanger and then you're salivating for the next episode is what you get in and just like that i want to know more and i can't wait for the episodic to play out throughout the season and i think based on what we saw at the first two episodes with the new characters we're gonna get some really juicy modern day you know they're in their 50s and they're where they're at but a lot of the people surrounding them are finally there's black people and latinos and Hello. and we're gonna yeah it turns and out they do exist too. <laughs> yeah. like they were never living well, in the world they always had queer characters, but a lesbian <laughs> they, no they always said yeah right yeah. yeah and so i think that's gonna be really they did one thing that i'm just gonna throw out there it's not that big of a deal but I was pretty, it was with the character of Big and Carrie where she's on a podcast and they talk about masturbation and they ask Mm -hmm. Carrie if she's ever masturbated before and what's her experience with that. And she's kind of prudish to it all. And they tell her to step up her pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to make us at that. If you want to stay, yeah, right. If you want (laughs) to stay on the podcast and so she goes home and there's this great scene that i was like oh my god i'm kind of i know she asks hopefully you watch it jeremy it's not that big of a deal since you already know it yeah for the sake of our show here she and i want to get your guys' opinion on would you do this or not because i don't know if i would maybe (gasps) now i would but the old steve would not the steve v today would but uh it's she asks big if she's like do you masturbate and he's like whoa is this a trick question (laughs) and he's sitting in bed reading like a book before bed and she's like no seriously he's like do you masturbate and she says i do and so she says will you masturbate for me in front of i want to and he's like are you going to join me and she says no i just want to watch and so it's that weird awkward moment of somebody doing something for somebody they love but that's normally a private moment that you do on your own that now you're kind of on camera and i thought it was handled so well what did you think cody of that moment and b would you do this in front of joe i thought that was amazing and it just showed how explored explorative everybody is getting and how it is it i thought it was amazing i thought it was handled so well you couldn't see anything but i felt eroticized when i watched it a little bit and like i was a voyeur all all of the feelings came to me in that moment but and i would i would do it and i was going to do it today in front of him but then (laughs) we had to record this show (laughs) but then i had to come to record this show so thanks I'll let you know how it goes when I when I do masturbate in front of him. Yeah, it's interesting, Jeremy, because the old me definitely is. I've had so many moments. I, I kind of relate to Carrie a lot because in throughout the years of my life, I've been out there like go go dancer and put my been out in the leather community, and then at the same time, I've also been kind of prudish, which is weird, but. I think the new me now has dropped a lot of the showman of my personality and I'm just more mm-hmm. real. I think I'm maybe it's turning 50. I don't know, but I, I'm much more likely if I was to be with somebody and I would, if they asked that or it was an assignment, 
a sex assignment, I would do it actually and kind of get probably put on a good show and show them something. Would you, Jeremy? Yeah. And what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I think it's kind of like uh, strange to be watched and I don't know if I would like it, but I would definitely do it for my partner. But it's, Like if they yeah. asked you, right? Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I'd also want them to like join in rather than just like not do anything and watch. Right, because essentially masturbation is, I'm not sure if it's a Latin word or not, but it's really a solo act, typically, the way we think about it. But I think what I used to have so many problems with, and maybe the character of Carrie does, is that we've, you said something, Cody, we've come so far on sex positivity and where we are at. Even like, say, <laughs> if you were to talk about this in the 90s, they were a show about one of the premiere shows about sex positivity. Yes, but were. the whole idea of masturbation is, ooh, I don't do that. And nobody, it's my little secret when I do and if I do and what I masturbate to. That now I think in 2021, it's like, uh, yeah, I do. And it's yeah. not just ex people's mindset. Yeah, just explore who you are and what you like. I think that's amazing. Me personally, I, I, Jeremy, I get where you're coming from, but I really love to have people watching me. I don't like to be recorded because then it's like there in celluloid for posterity for everybody to see from kingdom come. But if somebody is there in the room <laughs> watching me masturbate, that nothing more, it doesn't, nothing turns me on more than that. I love it. Well, let me ask you this because... I think with any new relationship I would have in the future, I would probably do this assignment of you tonight, I'm going to masturbate for you. And then another time, and maybe join in towards the end, but at least do a little bit, maybe don't come, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe, I don't know. Well, like you know, I'm making all this up. However, and the reason why I've just thought about it, it dawned on me is I would not want somebody to walk in on me masturbating that to me was mortification and i've always had a fear of oh shit and we've all masturbated before in another room where somebody is in the other room that you would be mortified right if they happen yeah. to like walk in on you i even with i think i would probably do this assignment with a partner because at least they would already see that and if in the future they walked in on me oh i forgot my keys it would be like, ha ha, I was just doing that thing that you saw. Remember when you saw me do it <laughs> on the assignment night? Yeah, just doing that. It, I would not want them to walk in on me for the first time ever and be like, oh, is this what you do? <laughs> the second I walk out the door. I think it depends on who it is. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, though. It, yeah. Like, if it was my roommate, oh my God, no, I'd be mortified. But it, if it's my boyfriend, like, I'm all about that. I'm here for it. And Walking in on you. Yes. Come and watch, baby. The show is on. Get ready. <laughs> you have a lot of work to do with Joe. You've got a Broadway show. You've got to watch Sex in the City from the beginning, and there's 900 seasons, and <laughs> you've got to masturbate in front of him as well. So. All before the, the end of the year. <laughs> All before the end of the year. Report back. Okay. Well, lots to watch. Happy that um, everyone's participating in it. Watch it for yourselves. Well, okay. This next story, I'm just skipping ahead to this because let's just keep with the fun ones. There is a wrestler uh, that, that 
is getting ready for a competition. I'll post this on tagspodcast.com. It's really sexy. And it must be like Eastern Europe or somewhere like that. And he's there. You know how in wrestling you have to weigh in. Mm-hmm. So he's putting on his Lycra one piece bodysuit and you and it's just this amazing video of all of them standing in line to stand on the scale and he's got a hard on and you know oh. I know this because as a gymnast we used to have to wear these one unit leotard things and we'd put our sweats over it because the whole thing is about having clean lines mm-hmm. and theirs is the same way and he steps on the scale and you can when he puts up the tank top portion of the unit tart or whatever it's called you can see he's hard and it's kind of one of those things that it's weird because the video then shows him kind of just stroking it as he gets off the scale no way but just because but it's one of those things that you can't always help right and i don't know have you ever had a moment jeremy where you got hard and it was an inconvenient time yeah, definitely a like a moment where you have to rearrange for sure. Uh, but I just always point it upwards and then it like makes it less obvious if <laughs> if that happens and you're like out in public or you're like need to push it to the side and I just pull my shirt over or whatever I'm wearing. Hopefully there's something that can hide it. The hardest yes. is in a bathing suit, like at the well, at the beach oh with people God. like that's. Sure. That's like the one place where you really can't hide it, and no, it, and that's what this guy's going through because it's a, it's essentially a leotard. One, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's the most difficult, like uh, board trunks for sure. Yeah, I'll never forget in gymnastics years ago, I was like a junior, and this other teammate on my team was a senior in high school, and. W- our gymnastic team and this other gymnastic team merged. And when we did, we got all these new gymnasts. And one of them was this guy that was really good. And he was really sexy, but kind of like he liked music like The Cure and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And I liked it too. And I really kind of had a thing for him. But we got into like this thing that either boys get into of like at the end of the practice, we would, I would, poke him or tease him or hit him and then we would run around the gym and wrestle and we were both into it was just this whole thing like and I would provoke him because I think inside I knew oh he's we're gonna get into this wrestling moment and it's gonna be really hot and I'll never forget one time I was turned on by the whole experience and praying that he didn't touch that or see that (laughs) <laughs> because that would have been like the mortification thing. And fortunately, he did not. But it gave me a lot of those early teen years of masturbation, too, because it was like in this storyline, wrestling, and it's a contact sport. And that is friction. And that's going to, you know, it's just hot. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And the other other time I can think of is when I went to this past summer, I talked about it before I went to my first ever naked beach and just let it took a walk and let it like flow and i did get a little bit excited i just couldn't help it but as talking to everybody everyone's like that's what happens it's no big deal the more you make a big deal out of it 
the more it is a big deal. And mm -hmm. I so I just kind of got used to it. I mean, I, what are your thoughts on this? Have you ever had a malfunction incident, Cody? A wardrobe malfunction? Um, yeah, yes. or a, a naked malfunction. <laughs> Maybe it's not it. a malfunction. It's actually like a good thing, right? Right? Yeah, I, I think it is because I think that the more, like you said, the more that you make a big deal out of it, the more awkward the situation becomes. And as far as like, have I had them? Yes, I'm a human male. <laughs> I've I went through my hormonal stage when I was a, when I was a teenager. It happens now. If the wind blows the wrong way, I get an erection now. So, I I know that I've had those moments, but I think that I have be, they have become less and less embarrassing for me because, like Jeremy said, I know how to hide them better now, and I just am I don't care as much. Also, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes in a massage, I'll get. But if it's like a gay resort and you know, maybe the masseur is, it's not like a sex massage, but it's still like I was in P-Town over the summer and it was definitely a gay masseur and he was massaging me and he was going like deep into my growing area to massage the psoad area and like really going in there. And I got totally hard and, you know, he complimented me, though, after it, though. Oh. oh. <laughs> and I just have to tell you, you have a beautiful cock. And I he just knew what he was it. doing then. Come on. But he was me. respectful. And I was like, why didn't you act on it then? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for the go ahead from you, I think. <laughs> Maybe. I can't wait to go back next summer and revisit. But we'll see. But, you know, it reminded me, too, because recently... Colin Farrell, you guys know the actor Colin Farrell, yeah, was spotted running around Hollywood on a jog, free like in short running shorts, free balling it. And I don't know the whole. In theory, I love a free balling moment, and I want to start wearing looser underwear and looser because I do think it lets everything hang a lot better. Instead mm -hmm. of, I'm usually a tidy whitey, but. I could not go on a jog or to the gym as we see some of these people like Colin or others free balling it at the gym, free balling it, going on a jog. That would definitely a make me hard. And I would be so self-conscious that are people seeing it? What's going on? And what's, what's your thoughts on free balling, Jeremy? So I pick and choose when I do, but for the most part, like with jeans, I never wear any underwear, but I do also, I tend to wash my clothes more because I wear no underwear. Right. So Good, that point. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like just for cleanliness reasons, I not because I'm like busting 20 loads in my jeans or whatever, or no, but... like getting swamp ass <laughs> all the time, but just in general, I do laundry often. So like I'll only wear something either once or twice when it's, jeans but if i wear like sweatpants it depends on the thickness of them but if i'm like around family or whatever i tend to put like boxer briefs on under them and it's always dependent on what i'm wearing on top as well so how obvious my crotch is just in general because i don't enjoy it like hanging around and people being able to look at it especially if i'm with like cousins or family right. and stuff yeah but I but for jeans well. i but for jeans i honestly never 
wear it, um, any underwear, and I also just feel more comfortable like that. And when you have like a big ass and big hips, underwear is very restricting. So for me, with jeans that have stretch in them, they're just comfortable and hold everything in already that I don't feel the like necessity of wearing underwear. You know, you bring up so many good points, and I think for I've just been doing the same tidy whitey type thing forever, mm-hmm. unless it's jockstrap night, y'all. But <laughs> still, I'm used to that cuppage, you know, and it's yeah. my security blanket, if you will. It's my Linus. I've always <laughs> ran around in those. However, I notice whenever I just let it just kind of, you know, if I take a shower and I'm just want to air out and just be free or at night I'll if I take a shower and I'm going to watch a little TV I don't want to put those on and I noticed like my tool and my my tool (laughs) everything hangs lower and it's nice and maybe I need to let it breathe a little bit more and however but to your other point Jeremy about if you don't on Halloween I didn't wear anything and just wore this ape leather apron and mm-hmm. my legs and we're dancing or rubbing up against and not that I got funky, but I just got, you sweat more down there and there is a yeah. purpose to underwear people. And so mm-hmm. it's an absorbing material that, you know, if you're going to go down on somebody is not going to smell funky. What are your thoughts, Cody? I agree with you guys. I love the cuppage and I love to feel secure. So I very rarely go uh, commando. But there are times when I feel that it's, it's imperative to go commando. I Nothing is hotter to me than to see somebody commando when they're jogging or at the gym. I think that that is the hottest time to go commando. And especially if like the, the, the shorts are thin. It's like a thin short that I like to wear and, and not wear any underwear with it. Because I just think it's so sexy and so erotic and sexual. So Joe hates super it. erotic, <laughs> super erotic, super sexy. And I give more power. Keep doing it because we love looking at it. I just don't know that I'm the guy for it, but I'm okay. I'm definitely here for it. All right. Nice. Um, I wanted to get your guys's input on a recent Reddit thread. And the title is New to Dating Scene, Is This Normal Nowadays? So they write, to make a long story short, I just started dating again after being out of a 10-year relationship, which ended about a year ago. So far, I have gone on a few interesting dates, but I'm finding every guy wanting to become, quote, official quickly after that date. I just feel after one day and a week or two of random texts back and forth does not justify me being a boyfriend after that first date. I am open and honest about what I'm looking for and I'm taking things slow. Is this just how it is? You know, my first thoughts on that is no. I mean, I meet, well, first of all, I tend to meet guys out and about and it's more like a hookup thing. And recently, you know, whenever I, they might spend the night over and we might have good intentions of getting together if I liked their company, at least in that hookup night, right? But nine times out of 10, it's just a wham, bam, and people kind of move on in my world, at least. And it took a recent experience that I had with a guy that 
went home with him and apparently it was great. And I'm going to caveat that with a second. I ran mm -hmm. into him in Puerto Vallarta where this guy came up to me and said, Hey Steve. And I was like, hi. And he's like, you don't remember me? And I'm like, no, I do. Ooh. No, I don't. But <laughs> it was just so random. And in Puerto Vallarta, right? And so I was like, no, no. And I definitely, the more he was talking, I'm like, I recognize his face, but I couldn't remember. Well, jump to, I looked back at our text because he said, I'll text you and let's get together, which we did in Puerto Vallarta. And we're going to hang out. Hold on one second. Pause. You didn't ask him to pull his pants down first so you could remember him? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me clarify something. And then... <laughs> What I realized, it I may not be that memorable. Oh, <laughs> right. What I realized was after going, because he then texted me, he kept mine and said he listens to the show, which I was like, oh, okay, oh. here we go. You know more about me than I know about you. But then I thought, <laughs> God, no. Then I started questioning myself. Oh my God, did I blank out? This is scary. When I replayed and looked at where we ended the text, it was a one night in July of this summer. Mm -hmm. it, I, he said, great to meet you. And I said, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Let's hang out soon. When I say to somebody on a text, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You can fill in what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't at Disneyland, okay? <laughs> but there were fireworks. And so, <laughs> and so I clearly, and we had made a tentative plan to get together on one day then on another text, he said, can we postpone this to, to the weekend? And mm -hmm. I said, how about Sunday? He said, Sunday is great. He never followed up after that text. And I remember that I left it in his court because I thought, okay, you had to postpone it, which is fine. I said, Sunday, you said, great. To me, it was your job to then follow up, right? I agree. That's, and that's he didn't. Call. Yeah. Cut to Puerto Vallarta, and hey, you don't remember me? It's like, I put you out of my mind. But <laughs> I pieced it together and remembered we did have a good time. I did enjoy the conversation. And I guess for me, it took seeing him in another country, and, and we are getting together this Thursday. I will report Ooh. back. And the funny thing is, I don't know if now it's going to be on a friendship kind of thing, or if that because I was with my sister and she's like, do you like him? I said, yeah, he's really cute. And I like, he's, so we'll see. I just, but I am going to tell him about this, that, mm -hmm. you know, you dropped the ball, just yeah. FYI, which I'm totally fine with, but just so you know, you dropped the ball. Glad we were picking it up and hold we'll on just to it. See. <laughs> but I guess Jeremy to this guy, do you notice guys in the dating scene are quick to want to make somebody that they barely met or went on one date with a boyfriend or what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that is the case. I think uh, it could also be like just the fact that I think everyone is like people crazy and enjoying the fact that things are loosening up and just getting out there and meeting new people and stuff. So I think that could be a reason why some people more than others are clingy and may want to, uh, just have more yeah. of a connection and stuff <laughs> it could be the case yeah i 
I agree too. I think the pandemic, two things to what you said. I think mm -hmm. the pandemic in general of just being cooped up and now we're just clamoring for any kind of contact. And we were going to talk about this a little bit, which we didn't get to, but just how if you look at the COVID cases, it's like, oh God, are we really going, going backwards? Back when is yeah. this ever going to be over? Um, today I was talking to a neighbor and I put my mask on just to go up the elevator because I feel like we're kind of back in that a little bit, but not really. It's just, so yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. But on the other hand, it's, maybe it's the thing about gay relationships sometimes is three years is like, you know, 10 year anniversary, if you mm -hmm. can make it to that. And so maybe there's that thing like, we got to get it going and not waste any time because in gay land, you know, it's much quicker. Yeah. Like dog ears. But <laughs> <laughs> well, with you, Cody, you said in your first day that Joe was like sauce on ribs. With did you I say on that? that? You I said sauce on ribs. <laughs> no, I did. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. Yes. Yes, I did say that. I love that quote. And I meant that he was all over me, like, as far as... We get the, We get it. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like... <laughs> Did you understand what sauce on ribs means? Of course. Yeah. I love how he's like... What I meant I was, was like, minute, like we got it. <laughs> and I think... I love it. Yes. He, he was... kind of falls. So I guess my point is, Cody, is that in this case, that Joe was like sauce on ribs all over you and you know quick but it worked out for you guys so he was sauce on ribs as far as we connected physically very early on it was the first date we had sex okay but as far as us progressing our relationship our emotional relationship making sure that calling ourselves boyfriends that took a while to grow and i think that everybody is different and it depends on what you're looking for in the moment i don't know if we were e either of us were looking for a boyfriend at that time but i think that we met each other and we it was undeniable at that point and it, i think we didn't call each other boyfriends for until about three months in three or four months so it was some time it wasn't two dates and um you're mine and lock it down put the, put a ring on it it wasn't like that so so this person might be right that some people are because really when you think about it i also talked to a lot of my straight hetero female friends and i've been in this case too where you could be on a great date and be vibing and connecting and oh you like that artist so do i yeah. you like that oh my god i love oysters too you like <laughs> sucking dick i, I do too <laughs> you know what i'm saying you but like sauce I mean, on ribs i do too yeah. <laughs> let's not get crazy but <laughs> but yeah and and then ghosted you don't hear anything and you're oh, like wait what was that how like a lot of my female friends that go on several dates will experience that so maybe sometimes you know it's this weird science a we don't really know what's going on in anybody's life when yep. you it's a one slice of life moment i guess it's and you want if you're vibing you I would just hope that if you're vibing with somebody that, you know, let's both put the energy into 
try this again. And if it doesn't, then I say, you know, it was just a one-off and that was it, or it was just hot sex, or turns out they're boring or, oh, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I think too many of us give up too quickly. And that's led to maybe this person writing and feeling this need to, you know, latch onto everybody. Cause I, Mm -hmm. but I do think that's a real thing too, where people kind of are too fast, too quickly. What are your thoughts on that, Jeremy? Do you think because of the pandemic or just even before that? I think maybe even before that, but I, I also think it's like on a case by case basis. I feel like it's not something that it's everyone. Uh, but I do think it definitely happens cause it's happened in the past to me. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it worked out for you, Cody, and we're really happy mm-hmm. about that. Um, I wanted to tell you guys a quick story. Jeremy, you'll appreciate this as you do you have many OnlyFans subscriptions current right now. I don't know. Just a few, like well, maybe three or four. I've taken your advice to the hilt where you said you will, to keep it interesting, you'll subscribe to a person that you like. And then immediately, like the second you hit the subscribe button, go to your email and unsubscribe because you get, they charge you and you get 30 days with that person. I recently did this with a person that I knew. He's a relatively known gay porn performer Raphael Alencar. Do you guys know oh. him? Yeah, I yeah, he has the gigantic ass dick. <laughs> he does. We were going to talk about asses earlier in the show, but we skipped it. But he does have that and the giant dick. And I was... So I followed him and I've been loving his content all month long. And when I looked at... So the little backstory is... Several years ago, before OnlyFans, he offered massages, and I would go, I, I was like, I could get a massage with Raphael Alencar? That'd be great. And so I went to Hell's Kitchen and got great, he was like super, super deep massage, and he has a table and all, and it was a massage. For me, inevitably, every single time, it ended up in him fucking me, which I love that I paid the massage prices and not the <laughs> rent boy prices at the time. <laughs> and it was intense and it was fun. And we would even talk afterwards because he was getting into editing. And I was really into editing at that time. So I shared some thoughts on it. And so now I don't think he offers that as much anymore. He has his OnlyFans. And I was like, I should just message him on this. But I noticed my subscription was going to end and you can't message somebody if you're not following them or right. paying them monthly. <laughs> so I re-upped my, my subscription, which it wasn't that much. It's like $9.99 and told him that, hey, I used to see you as a massage client and it was really hot and if you look i put it out there if you're looking for more models to fuck on camera i'm here for you and it was always good and he said quote sure steve i sure i'm sure i could use your hole and we can do some and we can do some videos like the ones you see here dot 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 and i'll fuck you good dot 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 i bet you look hot Wow, love it. I had to go to a video of his and masturbate. I would have masturbated in front of you guys just to be able to get this gig. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, what? Bring it full circle. (laughs) Bring it. Christmas has come early. That's right. And we'll see. I responded. I resubscribed and we'll see 
But I need to probably do some practice with my dildo because he has no mercy when he's fucking um, his uh, bottom. It's huge. <laughs> that part's okay, but he's like, it's like a, I mean, it's like, bam, bam, bam. And you have wow. to be ready for that. Yeah. Look it up, y'all. You'll see what I'm talking about. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I learn? <laughs> <laughs> I will keep you guys posted if it goes on from here. But um, I'm like, yeah, what do I have to lose? Why not, you know, participate Shoot in this? Shoot your shot. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, oh, my God. This has been so fun catching up with the two of you, as Definitely. always. Yeah, so much fun. You can always follow my co-host. Follow Jeremy at J. Ross Lopez at J. Ross Lopez. He's celebrating his birthday month. Jeremy, Ooh. happy belated. Yes. And you, as Thank we you. All, yeah, it's a birthday month, right? Definitely. Absolutely. Follow my co-host Cody Maurice Doggett at his life coaching at KMD Coaching. KMD Coaching or his personal account at Mr. Maurice, Mr. Maurice, follow us at tags podcast. And you guys, in the meantime, continue having hot, hot case. Sex. Sex. Uh.